Thanks for listening to this episode. You can subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and on our host, Anchor FM. Music used for this podcast includes Live Wire by Steve Combs, With a Whimper by Josh Woodward, and Olivia by Heisen. You can email us at halfthefunpodcast at gmail.com and send us voicemails through the Anchor FM app. You can check out more photos and commentary about this episode on our website, halfthefun.fun. That's halfthefun.fun. And like us on Facebook. Want to be on the show? Drop us a line. See you next week. Okay, well, hello and welcome to Half the Fun Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jason. I am joined by two very special guests. <laughs> in a wind tunnel again. <laughs> oh, the dog was licking me. I can't take you anywhere. I just can't. Can you sit in a room without your dog? No. <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. This is such a good start. It's such a great podcast. Nick, yeah. you're never coming back on this podcast. Good. I just wanted to talk to Jake anyway. Yeah. Your podcast is simply a means to an end. It really worked out. That's yeah. great. Well, I'm glad yeah. we can all. Um... <laughs> So basically, yes, uh, both Jake and Nick, welcome to the program. Thanks for joining me. It's amazing. Great to be here. Nick's not excited. Yeah, Nick's no, not excited. No comment. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, so uh, Nick and Jake are both two people that are really important to me. Uh, certainly have been in my wedding, which was terrific. Um, one thing I wanted to talk to you guys today about was um, certainly an excuse to talk to all both of you at the same time, which can be really difficult um, mm. uh, just with our schedules. But I want to talk to you about your legendary um, Joshua Tree experiences, especially about Mm. the one where uh, you almost died. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's true. So if you could set the the picture um, just a little bit more about your two tradition, your traditions together about going to Joshua Tree. Yeah, I think we went for like four years in a row, like every year. And... um, hiked across joshua trees california trail which i think is a long way i don't remember how many miles but it's a lot of miles it's like 27 it, 28 yeah and we do it but when we do it it's 35 that's right because that's right. <laughs> we get lost but it's a beautiful trail the trees are obviously amazing uh but it's all desert and we don't really see anyone for two days we're just kind of out there which is among- the best part yeah, it's the best part. Can, so can you tell me more a little bit about how this tradition started? How, like, did you just throw a dart at a, tr- a, dart at a map and say, we're going to go to Joshua Tree? Or was it something you talked about before? Mm. I mean, we like to hike. And I think that was on the list. You had your Palm Springs hookup. Oh, that's right. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because at the time, my boss where I worked had a condo in Palm Springs. And we um, got to stay in it for free because I helped him build his website. It sounds like a good trade to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this, that happened for two years in a row we got to do that. So that, that really paid off. Excellent. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit more about hiking in the desert. Um, Jake, wait. I have, I have a, a question that should be asked yeah. before we move yeah. on. Do you yeah. remember the first year that we did it, like specifically – what year it was and what time of year it was um 
It was because I think hot. I do, but I, I want to see if our memories agree. Uh, I remember it was it was hot. It was really hot that year, so it had to be like probably around June or July of two thousand and ten, nine, somewhere on there. Okay, I'm pretty. What do you think? Sh- I, in my memory, it was March of two thousand nine. Oh, March. Because when we got back, I remember turning on the TV and it was Ben Bernanke testifying to Congress about the first wow. round of quantitative easing that they were going to do to bail the economy out of the financial crisis. God, that's really and I specific. Remember, I remember thinking, wow, I should be at work right now. Amazing. Okay. I mean, you're probably right, but you know, the other part of this tradition is we tended to go to Vegas. Right. And I don't know if, but I remember being, Which in, I, I remember being in that condo and right seeing because, that on tv but it might be a false memory who knows because the vegas after the hiking is what gives me like a more like time and place because that when you hike through joshua tree it's so yeah. you know just like repetitive and you get sort of in a zone but when you go to vegas obviously you have a crazy experience my, which we also would have yeah my memory is that the first time we went back to that condo in palm springs and then yeah. went to vegas afterwards but who can remember they all blend together to order bangladeshi food what? I don't remember that. Bangladeshi food? Wasn't it Bangladesh? It was something like that. No memory. We tried. We actually tried to like use whatever the equivalent of, of Siri was at the time to order whatever kind of cuisine was being made by Anthony Bourdain, and uh, they did not have that in the Palm Springs area. Shit, you're right. That happened, and I didn't remember that until you yep. said that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad that Anthony Bourdain killed himself. Yeah, I know. I was just saying that brings it back to 2018. So, yeah, very sad. Time is a flat circle. Um, <laughs> that's terrific. So, tell me a little bit more. So, you've gone in it a number of times. Mm. Um, has it always been uneventful, except for that one time, or has there always been little mis- misadventures? Um, I mean, we're pretty good at getting lost. Yeah, I mean, we always get at least a little bit lost. Yeah. And a little bit lost is only, like, going an extra mile or two out of your way that you mm-hmm. don't need to. Yeah, but the trail, to be fair, the trail is not really well marked. And you're mm-hmm. kind of going through canyons, and there's little turns here and there that's a little bit hard to track if you're not paying attention or are otherwise impaired. Now, how is that a metaphor for life? <laughs> <laughs> this is your, your cheesy oh, for me? moment. Oh, no. I thought it was for Jason. For yeah. one, yeah, for all yeah. of us. Right. It's the universal you. Oh, well, you know, I uh, I have never been to Joshua Tree, so I, I feel like the metaphor would be lost on me. You sound bitter. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come? I mean, eventually, I would hope, Jake, someday we do Obviously. it again. No, and, I mean, you know, like I'm up maybe for, when yeah. Parker's old enough, he'll want to join. To join, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's just got to be strong enough to carry his own water. That, and that's, I mean that see, in a literal sense. That's the hard part about the hike in general is there's no water sources anywhere. So <laughs> you have to carry – well, I think we did three gallons for two days. Sounds about right. Because you're sweating constantly because it's hot through the desert. But you need to carry a ton of water with you that makes your pack insanely heavy when you start. But the good <laughs> thing is by the end of the hike, you've used all your water and your pack's really light. It seems like three gallons would be awful low amount for the amount that you're hiking and how hot it is. 
Well, I do know that I used up all my water each time. Like, I had, like, a one bottle left by the end each time. <laughs> that's okay, because so, his buddy always has extra. That's right. It worked out. He carried into the fucking desert for no reason. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Nick would use, like, a gallon and a half, and I would use all three. Gotcha. Um, so, tell me about... <laughs> do you usually, like, take... So, I assume you don't get, like, great GPS or, like, anything no. out there? In the middle of the desert? No. You gotcha. get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no signal. And we did, we had a lot of issues. Like, we almost ran out of gas one time trying to leave. We, and, and the pickup is always an issue, too, because you start at one point and end at another. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to, like, try to arrange a taxi for the time you're going to be there. Um, but so, you don't actually know when you're going to finish. So, yeah. Jake, we all, we all know it this great podcast host is building too and this is why yeah. the years become important because i'm yeah. pretty sure that the the year that is in question or about to be yeah. in question was also the year in my memory that you met you know your future wife and the mother of your children i think that's true and that you were distracted telling me all of your your stories of those initial first few months that you were you know smitten is that what you think happened that could have been I, it's, I mean, it's, that's, it's, that's my memory, but memory is a, yeah, memory is a funny thing. That's how we're going to have two rapists as Supreme Court justices. That's true. That's true. I mean, I, well, and let's not say we're going to for sure yet, but I do think uh, that that's certainly possible. Um, we were definitely, like, I was definitely distracted at that time. I remember being distracted. I don't remember the reason why, but that would be the most plausible. Terrific. And what year was this specifically? <laughs> Jake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can tell you it was uh 2010. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. the first year was 2009. Yeah. Gotcha. So year that 2 was the second year. Yeah. Gotcha. Excellent. And I guess so you're chatting about this lovely girl you met and walking and hiking and woman. Yeah. Yes. Good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think we were probably, we were on our first day and we'd gone probably like, I don't know, 12 miles or so when, when we thought we might be a little off course mm-hmm. and we did, I think, I think, so the, the basic genesis of our relationship is I'm always the optimist and Nick is always the pessimist. So Nick, Nick will bring up that we're lost. And I'll say, I don't think we're lost. I think we just need to keep going and we'll find the trail. And this was a battle of will to see (laughs) what would happen first. If we would find a trail and continue on, or I would admit defeat and we would turn back and hike the many, many miles that we had gone off course. Well, now there's a third option you're not mentioning. We would die. Yes. Yes. Right. (laughs) Right. I mean, we definitely looked at a map at one point and realized how far we got off course and thought, should we just go straight south to the desert and try to find a freeway. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is idiotic. Yeah. So at the end of day one, we decided to camp. And we uh, got up the next morning. We kept going the wrong way. Um, and I think we probably went another, like, four miles, I would guess, off course. Does that sound about right? I mean, who knows, right? It's all yeah, it's all right. cartoon yeah. at that point. It is. It was. Yeah, it was crazy. So, so then that puts us like in actual 
probably six to eight miles off course. And we should have known we were off course when we were like in a canyon with like a steep drop and we had to somehow finagle our way down. Like it's obviously not a trail. But eventually I found the giant ram's horn next you to did. the next to the like ancient mining equipment that had been rusted Which, for at least that 50 was cool years. yeah <laughs> we, we saw mining equipment that's probably from the 1800s over there <laughs> <laughs> and, and my initial thought was i want to take this home and nick immediately said that's impossible you're an idiot because it weighed like 150 pounds but i still um, have the ram horn but I'm you looking, still have the ram horn looking that's at right. it right now <laughs> it was enormous i'm sure uh, that was totally illegal but I mean, yeah we almost died so yeah I, th- I think it was worth it yeah uh, yeah it's like we went we almost died so at least we got you know presents <laughs> <laughs> what'd you and get i had horns too i still have them I have oh that's them. right yeah 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 so you um, like stumbled along like this whole like ram like graveyard <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah. It was yeah, pretty. It was, pretty it, it was not the first ominous omen, but <laughs> nor would it be the last. Yeah, yeah. Right. Nick, can just a, s- step back a little bit. Um, so, at what point did you realize that one, you were lost, and two, Jake's stubbornness or optimism might actually get you killed? Tell me a little bit more what you were thinking about at that point. I appreciate Jake you like contextualizing it in that way because like it is kind of a neat sort of facet because you yep. prove me you prove me wrong as often as you prove me wrong. Well, I mean, I think more often than not. Let's Ab- be realistic. Abs- I mean, that's why we. I mean, yeah. one of many reasons why we we don't play poker together. Very that's frequently. right. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think like being the optimist in this, or the rather being the pessimist in this situation is the better role to have right because either way i you know i'm either going to be smug and we're fucked or i turn out to be wrong but everything's okay right so either way i kind of win so i feel like it's more of a hedging strategy on my part yeah no it's really smart Um, and yeah that said you don't like fuck up as often as uh I don't know. I feel like I've learned to correct for the like Groshon effect, just like the Kirk effect, yeah. right? Like he started taking in yeah. like his ability to to defeat the odds, sort of. Um, right. And I also don't know that this whole like misadventure is entirely your fault. Um, well, I think it was mostly I, your fault, but I, I mean, well, I mean, I would say it's my fault in terms of the determination to keep going. But in terms of the initial right. misstep... Who first got us lost? Who can remember? Yeah. I, it could have been you. It could right. have been me. I don't know. I, I, yeah. My money's on you, but... I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but like, maybe. I do remember the first night camping. Uh, and yeah. We had fun. We had a great we time. We recorded a cooking show that has never yes, seen the light of day. It, it can nope. be like the special features editions of when, when this podcast <laughs> goes platinum. <laughs> Terrific. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like... I do kind of have a memory that I was the one that was like, well, let's just camp here, which yes. if that was me, that was stupid. Cause I'm pretty sure that was also like a, an Arroyo, whatever they're called. Like it was, right, it was definitely places in the desert where you can, you can get flooded and you can die. Flash flood. Yeah. So we made, I mean, the, the bad decisions were still mostly your fault, but uh, you weren't, I wasn't yeah. without blame. Yeah. I think that's fair. I, I would agree. And I, you know what? I own that. A hundred percent, because uh, I remember vividly the amount of times you asked uh, if we should turn back. Oh, God, I sound like a fucking broken record. 
<laughs> like I'm, I'm definitely the Millhouse here, Bart. <laughs> well, to be fair, so you were very lost and you decided to head south. So let's return to the story. Now, I, I remember yep. a snippet. Uh, like, how did you get unlost, or how did what happened? I think Jake was distracted talking about his future wife. We're not talking about the reasons, it, like what happened next in the story. Well, we were we were probably four or five miles in that second day down this Arroyo Canyon. Um, you know, I started to realize that there were clearly no footsteps or signs of life beyond the ram's horns and the ancient mining. Looks like more like signs of death, but yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, valid. Gotcha. Yes, that's a good point. No problem. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, <laughs> And uh, I think we we hit this big wide open space. We started walking through it, and I realized there was no semblance of a trail anywhere. Um, and you know, we'd already gone so far that day. And uh, I mean, really, the whole time we were hiking down this massive. Yeah, it was a canyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, which you know, felt like it could have been a trail because you know it's 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 carved out by water. It feels like a trail. Yeah, um, a stupid mistake. Yeah, but yeah. Well, we it's were easy done. to make too. I mean, I've made it since yeah. then too, but I've caught myself a lot earlier because once you nice. once you do it, you realize, oh, ho, ho, you're not a trail. Yeah. Not only yep. I have to go back a mile. <laughs> right. Exactly. So we we ended up, uh, I, you know, four or five miles in. We stopped. Um, we took some painkillers and we turned around. Painkillers. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? And we that we retraced our steps all the way back. Um, so by the time we got back to where we'd started that day, we'd already done ten miles and had another four miles to go to get back to the trail. So, and realize we are supposed to like pick up that day uh, in like I don't know probably six hours from the time we got back to the trail. Which was completely impossible because it was another 15 miles to go or something. Um, and then if going back to our car was, I think, about 12 miles from, from there. So we start going back to our car from, the, from where we started. And I, I remember I came in. I was injured somehow when we started. And I knew there was going to be an issue if we got, had to do more miles. What, what, what? I don't remember what was wrong with me. But something was wrong. You sprained your ankle. Is that what it was? I mean, allegedly. <laughs> I remember because we had like five miles to go or so. Um, and like I couldn't walk anymore. It just was killing me. Um, and we hit this kind of offshoot parking lot um, that neither of us had any idea how to get to. And I said, I got to wait here. You will get the car. And by this time, it's pitch black. <laughs> Because right. we've been hiking all day, and, and like literally all day since we woke up. Here we had and, one headlamp. And we had one headlamp, right? <laughs> which I gave to you, which was super generous. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, Jake, you're sitting down in the parking lot. Nick, you. Yeah. What happens? I wander back in the fucking dark. With a headlamp? Yeah. <laughs> in the desert. Uh, I should also say that it's now freezing cold because the desert gets freezing at night. And I'm sitting in a parking lot. I put on every item of clothing, my backpack and my boots, and I get inside of my sleeping bag. Nick also dropped his pack with me, which was also a dumb idea. 
Um, so isn't that right? I think you did. I did. I mean, I took some yeah, water you did. and stuff. But... Yeah. And that, so then I also get inside of Nick's sleeping bag is close. I'm going to say, I know it makes it less dramatic and not as good like podcasting yeah. material, but I don't yeah. think it was actually pitch black when we like separated. I think it was. No, you're right. You're right. It was like dusky when we separated. Dusk, it, it, yeah. be- it became pitch black as you and, walked. And, and, yes, exactly. Which was for me sort of more awful because I was like, <laughs> it's like, well, here we go. <laughs> Like, at least if it had been pitch black when I left, like, I'm making a conscious decision to leave you in the dark. Whereas, as it becomes dark when you're both alone, like, yeah, Yeah. it was, uh... Well, and you should mention, like, wolves are howling. It's not, you know... I mean, coyotes. Yeah, coyotes. But still, it's... Less threatening than wolves. It's it's still, you know, it it deters your uh, sense of safety. Yeah, it was awful. I got lost. I wandered. I got cut up by cactus and... Yeah, there were coyotes howling in the distance, but whatever. I mean, the beautiful thing about that area is once you get close enough to civilization, you can see lights and you literally just fucking walk towards the nearest light source and hope that whoever is behind it is friendly. So I I wandered up into somebody's backyard after another four or five hours of hiking alone in the dark. Yeah, Uh, it was it was very scary. Yeah, but you should, you should, <laughs> when you approach these people, how did you look and sound? Well, I mean, yeah, I looked like a crazy person and I was bleeding and dirty and like, you know, wearing a white beater. And I, I literally wandered up into like the backyard of a nice looking house. And I don't remember if I knocked on their door. I think I did. And they like asked for directions and they kind of like pointed me in the direction of, um, I guess I was trying to get to to the car right? yeah yeah i was trying to get to our car where we'd parked it and then some kids pulled up in a truck and let me jump in the back of their truck and they gave me a ride the rest of the way which was awesome because it ended up being way farther than i thought it would be uh and i grabbed the car and then i think i came and figured out how to drive up and pick you up right i guess yeah I, you did eventually it was like five or six hours later i think because yeah. i remember yeah well you it was got... no picnic for me either you were just, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> sitting, you were in just sitting there <laughs> I mean, you don't have to fucking wander through the desert bleeding. No, that's that's 100% true. And uh, there was one other car in that parking lot that I was sitting in, which was just, it was just a sand, like, road that hardly anyone ever drove about. But there was a car in there. And I was within 10 minutes of breaking that car window and getting inside for the warmth <laughs> when he showed up. Yeah. What's the animal from Empire Strikes Back called? Tauntaun. Yeah, that was my Tauntaun. That car was my Tauntaun. I think it was an Altima. For both of you, was that at the that moment? Did it? Was that like the most isolated you've ever felt? Yeah, I think. I mean, honestly, I think it probably it's it's right up toward the top of of the most isolated I've ever felt. Yeah. I want to say no, just to be contrary, but. I think that you could be right in a sense. I mean, literally isolated. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I did, I did the Grand Canyon with a buddy. That was another stupid movie. Like, wow, that was really noisy. Sorry. That was me. That was some good, like, um, fully uh, sound effects. (laughs) Trying to add a creepy factor. Seriously, it was was creepy. Are you using a guillotine to chop radishes? 
Yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah, I'll go with isolated because okay. I was literally alone and afraid and bleeding. I just want to emphasize the blood. Yeah, you're really into that blood thing. It's true. It's true. Wow, that was... <laughs> Are you doing that on purpose? What? Your, your mic is just really hot. Mine, like, mine is? Yeah, I just imagine you, um, you're pouring yourself a nice cold drink. Actually, really what, fucking squeaky fridge. what I was trying to do was get ice, and I would usually use the ice maker because Christy's asking for ice water, and I would usually use the ice maker on the fridge and just you know press the button, but that's really loud. So I was like, what I should do is open the freezer and open up the ice machine and just grab it by my hand so it won't be as loud. Turned out the ice machine was squeaky. It's true. It did sound like you were murdering someone. I'm murdering like a very squeaky something. Yes. Um, well, thank you for sharing that story. I guess to take a step back, how do you feel like, I mean, and Jake, you alluded this to a little bit before in terms of the roles that you both take. Why do you think, I mean, you guys met in college. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel like you guys are still friends? You know, I think there's certain people you meet in your life that you can be around without feeling any sense of, like, stress or, uh, like, you need to prove anything ever. And, you know, Nick knows that I'm a person that needs to always prove something. It's just part of my personality. But but Nick is a person that, that I think has that complimentary effect where he never feels the need to prove anything to anyone. And uh, that I think that works really well. They're calling me an asshole. <laughs> no, I'm saying you're self-confident. Uh, Nick, same question. <laughs> Can you repeat the question? Uh, so you guys have been friends for a long time, but you met in college. And as we all know, it can be really hard as an adult to maintain friendships. Um, why do you think you two are still friends? Oh, lack of better options. No, oh, God. <laughs> See, now you are an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. Why are we still friends? Um, I don't know. Because there's a lot of, you know, I I think uh, you seek out people who are complementary to yourself in some way, who, you know, exemplify qualities that you feel are lacking in yourself. And Jake Mm. is uh, totally full of shit. And constantly fails forward, and oh my god, is successful as a result of those things. <laughs> and I'm sort of envious of that, but also constantly impressed by it. So I feel I just I guess I'm always hopeful someday it'll rub off on me. It never has, probably never will. But it's nice to bask in his glory anyway. Well, that is terrific. Thank you for sharing. Um, I am really curious, having traveled with both of you before. Um, just how that dynamic I feel is different. So like when I am traveling with Jake, um, granted we don't go on hikes, but, or when I'm traveling. So like when I travel with Nick, usually Nick is the friendly optimist one and I'm the pessimist, which I I feel like I could see that. And then when I travel with you, Jake, I don't feel like we had quite as much conflict in that sense. I don't, I don't know. Does that mean I'm an easier person to travel with? That's what you're saying. Which one of you talks to the strangers? Um, so you both do, which is one of the reasons I, I highly enjoy both of you as um, travel buddies. Um, so that's just kind of something I'm reflecting on. And I'm trying to think of the last time, like, just all three of us traveled together. But I don't think we have. a party. Yeah. Well, there was a, but there was that's... a bunch of people there. So in terms yeah. of, like, 
I know. Let's go to Cambodia. It's been too long. I just got back from Hong Kong. Cool. Were you there for the typhoon? No, I left two days before. Are you putting a show up there? What are we doing? Uh, yeah, we're working with a cruise line out there. The... Awesome. Yeah. I need to go on one of these cruises, but it probably wouldn't be for me because I'm guessing they don't cater to English speakers. No, it's for Mandarin speakers, but yeah, you should. There's plenty of gambling. You can do a lot of Pai Gao. Tons of Pai Gao. Yeah. I want, I, yeah. I'm not really into gambling anymore, I don't think. Yeah, I me like either. being around it, but I actually don't like doing it. I like playing poker with you guys for like low stakes. Though I will it's say, like a cheap night. But... When you're gambling in like Hong Kong or something, you do feel like James Bond. So there's something to it. Yeah, and that's the, o- yes, and that's the only reason I'd want to do it. That yes. part of it sounds mm-hmm. cool, but... Yeah. It's true. Or going to like Macau in one of the largest casinos in the world. Yes. Yeah. Or like, I just want to go be there. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty cool. You do. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And Macau's like, you know, this super old like city, which so it's pretty cool. Um, for sure. Well, um, well, thank you for sharing that story. I'll probably uh, tighten it up a little bit, but um, I would. I would definitely tighten it up. I know. Uh, <laughs> so, so thank you. What kind of, uh, I guess. Do you have any observations or comments for me? Jake, you always do. I always appreciate that. What? Whenever I podcast. podcast. Um, you know, so observations in what way? Like in terms of, I would say like you, you've changed so much as a traveler since we first all met, obviously, because you've now traveled the world. So That's true. I, you, know, you know, both of us have traveled the world. I'd be yeah. really curious if you and I traveled together, right. we would both be like power, power travelers. Exactly. Cause you know how to do it now. And I, yeah, I feel like traveling with you now would be such a different and awesome experience. Not that it wasn't awesome beforehand, but um, no, but just like you would, you know how to like get around now. I mean, there's, there's once you've traveled as much as we have, you kind of get this, you know, second sense of like what to do and where to go and how to have fun and all that stuff. So I just think it would be a blast. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I'm certainly hope we can do that perhaps when our, our children are, are older or we can leave them with our spouses in some sort of weird place and, and go on our adventure. That's a, that sounds good. Let's leave. <laughs> you know, a cruise. Yeah. We, we yeah. can leave them on one of your Mandarin speaking cruises and then we'll go do something. <laughs> They'll be fine. They'll yeah, be great. They'll be good. super great. <laughs> um, do you, do you, do you like have a desire based off of this to, go on a crazy hike now you know i've never wanted to go on hikes with you guys because yeah I mean, uh, having been on a, just a couple of uh, hikes with you just like easy hikes you know i'm mm-hmm. not very cardio fit and you guys very much are um mm-hmm. so you're both like very accommodating and pa- patient but it's not enjoyable for me and it's i'm pretty sure it's not as enjoyable for you you too you know what I think would be fun? Just mm. just go down there and either get a nice, like, one of those group campsites and camp. Yeah. Because the, yeah. bugs, the bugs are not bad there, which is one nice thing. Like you, no, not at all. I don't, I, you never, I don't even remember putting on bug spray when you were down there, which is No, rare, there was rare. no need. Yeah. There's no- um, and, and or, or if you don't want to do the campsite, there are tons of Airbnbs, like, right on the border of the park, and you can just get one of those. And then you rent, um, like, uh, mountain bikes, and you just uh, – bike through the trails and go hang out on the boulders and there's no reason to do the whole california trail but especially you're on the east side of the park mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's where all the cool stuff is anyway uh-huh. just... jake you have so much to live for just make sure the garage door is open it's so funny right when you said that i opened the garage door huh. 
Good. <laughs> well, I think that would be great. Uh, I might hang out in Palm Springs while you guys maybe do some of your mantra hacking. But then I'll no, be well, I'll be ready for Vegas. Yeah, I you mean, know? I mean, I'll always remember I, when I think of Jason in national parks. I think of him inside of a mosquito net. Yeah, like like on the verge of. Tears. Hey, remember when we got that really nice hotel room in Yosemite? Oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it's not like we always rough it. Yeah, that's true. Curtain. That's true. It's just like this is the most interesting story, so this is the only one yeah. that ever gets told. But well, it, it's the most interesting story that we're allowed to tell. Uh, I don't know. I can. Okay, sure. <laughs> Terrific. Well, I, yeah. I mean, there's just there's there's. Well, I guess it's about what, what you call interesting. But yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, to be fair to me, uh, that was a, yeah. a camping trip that was planned by Nick. And it was during the high mosquito <laughs> season. Yeah, no, it was legitimate. Yeah, it was legitimate. Shitty. The bugs were oh, awful. Oh, it was. It was terrible. And yeah. bugs. Yeah. Uh, bugs love like mosquitoes love me. So yeah. like, yeah. yes, I did sit in my tent, and didn't throw a tantrum, but I definitely did not leave my tent. <laughs> no, you were not happy. I was not having it <laughs> not for sure. Um, but I will. I will say that was the the time that Jake you allegedly drove into the campsite too fast and the. The park. That's the true. Park he was like he was mad. Came out and like yelled at you for like five minutes, and it was great. Yeah, he was he was really upset. And and you know what? He's probably right. Looking back on it, though, at the time I was like an impetulant, you know, young twenty something, and was not having it. Well, you know. But he was also he took his job a little too seriously. Let's to be fair. like a summer like camp person, a yeah. me pass. I know. <laughs> right. Awesome. <laughs> well, uh, I'm gonna wrap this up because I'm going to go to bed soon, but thank you so much uh, for sharing this gem and adventure. What a wonderful peek into two people that are very near and dear to me. It's been our pleasure, I'm sure. And Nick won't speak, but I think it was great. Great. Why? When are you coming up to Seattle? (laughs) Hi, and welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and you found a fun and secret time capsule from my baby son. Each episode, I sit down and chat with a special guest about friendships, pop culture, parenting, and whatever strikes my fancy. Really, the end goal is to make sure that when my son does eventually discover this, he's thoroughly embarrassed. In the meantime, I'm not quite sure where each episode or where the show was going, but getting there should be half the fun.